welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 156. What? Who's Sam? What are you talking about? Shadow looked at his watch. It was 25 past 12. Doesn't matter, he said. So, Lucy on the TV, what do we need to talk about? Too many people have needed to talk recently. Normally it ends with someone hitting me. The camera moved in for a close-up. Lucy looked concerned. Her lips pursed. I hate that. I hate that people were hurting you, Shadow. I'd never do that, honey. No, I want to offer you a job. Doing what? Working for me. I'm really sorry. I heard about the trouble you had with the spook show, and I was impressed with how you dealt with it. Efficient, no-nonsense, effective. Who'd have thought you had it in you? They are really pissed. Really? They underestimated you, sweetheart. Not a mistake I'm going to make. I want you in my camp. She stood up, walked toward the camera. Look at it like this, Shadow. We are the coming thing. We're shopping malls. Your friends are crappy roadside attractions. Hell, we're online malls while your friends are sitting by the side of the highway selling homegrown produce from a garden cart. No, they aren't even fruit sellers, buggy whip vendors, whalebone corset repairers. We are now and tomorrow. Your friends aren't even yesterday anymore. It was a strangely familiar speech. Shadow asked, Did you ever meet a fat kid in a limo? She spread her hands and rolled her eyes comically, funny Lucy Ricardo washing her hands of a disaster. The technical boy? You met the technical boy? Look, he's a good kid. He's one of us. He's just not good with people he doesn't know. When you're working for us, you'll see how amazing he is. And if I don't want to work for you, I love Lucy? There was a knock on the door of Lucy's apartment, and Ricky's voice could be heard off stage asking Lucy what was keeping her so long. They were due down at the club in the next scene. A flash of irritation touched Lucy's cartoonish face. Hell, she said. Look, whatever the old guys are paying you, I can pay you double. Treble. A hundred times. Whatever they're giving you, I can give you so much more. She smiled. And that's our page. On the page, Shadow refers to media as Lucy-on-the-TV and I-love-Lucy. I'm not sure if this is a reflection of not wanting to call her by the wrong name again or what. She hasn't really introduced herself more properly, though, either. She doesn't even get the name media, I think, for another... I don't know, it could be 100 pages, it could be 300? I honestly don't know. I'm not even sure where I got the name from. It's just in my head now. Media reveals the reason, though, that she came to Shadow via Dick Van Dyke and I Love Lucy. She wants to offer Shadow a job. She also refers to the Spook Show, all one word with a capital S, and the way she talks about it, it sounds like they're separate entities. Maybe not on opposite sides, but maybe kind of running parallel, but not quite on the same team. In the show, they're very much on the same side, and throughout the rest of the novel, they kind of seem to have brief interactions together that would also indicate that they're all on the same team, but here it doesn't really sound like they are necessarily. Media does refer to the technical boy by name and confirms that Media and technical boy are on the same side, and so it's probably all just one big group, but just perhaps different parts of it don't necessarily agree with what other parts are doing. Media says that she is not going to underestimate Shadow, and I'm not certain of that at all. In fact, I'm fairly certain she is, because, well, everyone involved in the whole war underestimates Shadow, and that is on both sides. Media is not free from this either, I don't think. When Shadow was talking to Maddie about POSs, he marveled at how quickly he was able to come up with a lie to cover up why he was wandering around rural Wisconsin in the middle of the winter. And on this page, Shadow's 
Shadow seems to be playing media pretty well. He gets her off balance by mentioning Sam, who would be an unknown entity to media, and that's got to be frustrating for a seemingly all-knowing sort of presence. He also doesn't really respond with... He's got, like, you know, maybe a sentence here or two, but mostly it's a word or two in every response. By doing so, he's able to get a lot of information out of her, but he's not really revealing much about himself. She already seems to know quite a bit, but she doesn't seem to know everything. Buggy whips are mentioned by media as is the whalebone corset repair. These are fairly standard ways to refer to companies or products that are out of date or otherwise not part of modern society. The last time buggy whips would have been in major use, of course, would have been the late 19th to early 20th century before the rise of the automobile. Per a 2010 New York Times article, however, the term didn't become part of the metaphorical lexicon until about 1960, when an, office, uh, an article by Harvard Business School professor Theodore Levitt wrote that buggy whip manufacturers had not failed because the horse and carriage became outmoded, but because the companies suffered from a, quote, failure of imagination. That quote comes from the New York Times piece, not the Levitt article itself, but failure of imagination certainly is something we could consider in relation to the novel, or even more specifically onto this page. Media is as much in control of people as she seems to think that she is in uh, that she is in control of them there there would be none of these gods old or new without humanity but yet they all seem to think they have this overarching control on humanity's minds and i would say that wednesday especially with his various plots and tricks and cons and schemes and everything is much more a creature of imagination. But media and Technical Boy and even the Spook Show, they're so rooted in modern ideas, especially post-1950, 1960, that they just haven't been around long enough to develop the same kind of cleverness. But I guess we could probably talk about that a little bit more as we go on. The gods are themselves aspects of imagination on the part of people. People dream them up and the gods become real. But I think it's I think it's telling that we're getting this sort of this sort of idea from media when if we're considering like mass media in the world is only about 30, 40, 50 years old at this point when the book was published. The old gods aren't completely shit out of luck at least so far as uh, buggy whips go. There's a place in Massachusetts, a town called Westfield, where I went to college, known as Whip City, and Westfield Whip Manufacturing still makes buggy whips to this day. I don't know how well they do, but they're still doing it, and they're known for it, and they've been doing it for, I think, 100 years at this point. Another thing I think is interesting, and I'm not going to discuss it for too long because it confuses me and hurts my brain to consider, but Lucy is being called to off-camera by Ricky, saying that they're wanted down on another set. So, how does media's power work in these sorts of situations? Is it time travel? Is she able to occupy the moment in the character and thus the actor and interact with the rest of the show and even people on the other side of the television, I guess? But why, why is then she able to interact with the show and the actors themselves? If, if Desi Arnaz is calling about they have to get down to another scene, that provides a layer that I'm not 100% certain how it all works, and I don't know that we ever get a full 
good explanation for it. This would be a great time for me to tweet at Neil and see what's going on. But it's it's just it's presented really oddly on the page to me, and I don't know that it ever is uh, the powers that the old gods have. I don't know that they're ever panned out too much on. They're given a lot of control, but it's a lot of it's a lot of unseen control over a number of things. And I think it works better when it's vague, honestly. But at the same time, is she Lucy Ball? Is she Lucy Ricardo? Is she? the character is she the you know there's i just have questions and and I, they're not answered on the page and so i'm going to ask these same questions because i want you to be able to think about it and give me answers because i have come up with nothing so far either way media seems shocked that someone wouldn't want to work with their group and makes her last ditch effort to recruit shadow more money and just well more how does it all shake out, though? Well, come on back tomorrow. Let's get to what is possibly my favorite line in the whole novel. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page. And remember, only the gods are real. <laughs>